Hello, welcome to Take It or Leave It. You won't believe what's gone and happened. Everybody's what? here. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, everybody. This is as far as we get without having special guests. <laughs> so, yeah. and the best bit is, nothing has happened for us to talk about. <laughs> Hooray! <sighs> so, I, I honestly don't know what to do. You know, the front article on The Verge is a Batman edition of a fucking galaxy phone. Nothing has happened. What do you... <laughs> Uh, well, I guess we could dig in. I actually have some video game things that are more haha than anything, but we can. Well, one's haha, one's pretty cool, another one's like makes you think. So I guess we can dig in with that. Uh, okay, first off, uh, you guys have heard of Surgeon Simulator, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. They have a special edition you can get now where you can do surgery on Donald Trump. Superb. <laughs> I mean, just start it and leave it. Yeah. Go off, go, go off and have a night out. <laughs> Open him up and off you go. I certainly don't think you need to be worrying about where all those bits go back again. No, exactly. I've got bit you, le- bits left over, yeah. I mean, yeah, it'd, you, it'd you be quite confusing to... once you open him up and just go, well, where's the heart? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, you well, that wasn't shown in the pictures or anything. But um, there's just a rock there. There's just some gravel, a small pile of gravel. <laughs> it's not even a big stone hearth. It's just a little one. Ah, uh, well, uh, you have to get the anniversary edition. That has the Donald Trump uh, surgery in there. So there you go, and it's only thirteen dollars on Steam. <laughs> so there you go. And it's, uh, so you're, you're getting you can... to less trouble doing it on Steam than you will in real life. So, uh, take yeah. note, people. What's what was the that, so that was the haha one? What's the yeah. the kind of cool one? Um, I, Elon Musk said, "What if we're all actually in a civ in a civ game?" It's somehow more scary when he says it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, it's not a new theory. It, no, not at all. I mean, as as someone who who went to a creative arts college and smoked a lot of weed, I guarantee I've had that conversation <laughs> on more than one occasion. <laughs> but it, it, you know, that that's just that's just people talking rubbish. Whereas when Elon Musk not, says it's it, been, uh, it, it's been postulated as a mathematical proof before. Hmm. There is. A, he's what, referring to old research. Uh-huh. Uh, the principle being basically that if any civilization reaches the point of being able to generate a uh, a sort of one-to-one simulation of a reality, then they will be able to generate multiple simulated realities. Ergo, the majority of realities, if you accept that hypothesis, are simulated and the minority are real. Therefore, any given reality is mathematically more likely to be simulated than real. Yeah, God. No, Scary, it, huh? <laughs> it, it, can't, it can't be a simulation. It really can't. If it's a simulation I got to choose, I would not be living in Norwich right now. Well, you don't no. get to choose. That's the point. It's, it's a simulation. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I really got the hard end of the stick then, didn't I? I mean, how do we play <laughs> simulations? Historically, we load up the sims and then we brick, and, uh, brick them up, take the doors away, cover the place in ovens and watch them burn to death. Just because you're in a simulation doesn't mean your life's going well. <laughs> Alison likes to remove the ladder from the swimming pool and leave them till they oh, drown. Oh my God. I, I had a sim that was determined to swim himself to death. I did the opposite. I covered every available space around the edge of the swimming pool with ladders, and he still wouldn't get out. That's not your fault, then. That's You did all you could. Uh, and that actually leads to the third story I had, which is the sims have now, uh, now offer uh, the, ch- the choice to make transgender characters. It's about time, isn't it? I mean, they could have done that years and years and years ago. They could, they, they've had weird rules on it, haven't they, for yeah. years? Like, things that could happen and then other things couldn't happen, and why not put all the clothing on all the people and all things like that? That's actually in a, that's about time. Well, it's more than just clothing choices now. I mean, they were one of the first games to have um, homosexual partnership represented mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. the game. 
but the actual options that it's come down to are clothing preference default. You can still put any clothes on anyone. Uh, whether the character can uh, ha have a child or not. Uh, whether the child, uh, whether the character he's standing up or not. You know, it's uh, the mechanics of uh, gender-based uh, uh, biology, but uh, applied regardless of body type, regardless of clothing, and it's it's quite well done. Oh, very good, very good. I like that. That's that's good. What version of The Sims are they onto? Alison hasn't played it for years. It's four. Four. Mm -hmm. I don't think she had four. But that was that was released two years ago, even though. Oh right. Yeah, still, and there was still... wasn't it your wife Nick who's playing that Sims game for like forever and ever and ever and ever. Yep. It's been about twelve years now. Sims. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yep, I've I've bought her Sims three and Sims four since she's not interested because her family's not in it. <laughs> Can't you even transport them into the newer nope. games? Nope. Oh, that's probably why. I think they were just not thinking people would develop that level of attachment to them and. <laughs> I mean, she knows all of their life histories and everything. Wow. She's, um, she's even gone as far as making notes that, uh, so she can refer back to it when she hasn't played for a year or so. It's, it's really deep, then. I mean, it's really sad. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sad. Well, well, no, because no, my, my, my daughter plays Sims on, on, on her iPad, and she's always going, Mom and Dad, because she built me and my wife into the game. Like, oh. Will you do it so you can make me? Yeah. And she's trying everything to make us do it. So will you do it, please? No, you haven't done it today. Okay, what can I do? Can like din dinner and all that sort of thing? And I'm like, what are you doing? She goes, you need to make me. <laughs> and I'm like, because <laughs> she wants to be, she wants to be in the game. Good. But the only way the only way she can be in the game is if me and my wife in a virtual world do it. Of course. Unfortunately, I. Uh, nearly four years old. I don't know what it is anymore. Right. <laughs> so it's changed now. It's something different now. Is it? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, so it's it, it's something new. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's weird. I think there's just. Do you know? Maybe there's a difference between uh, men and women playing games. Women seem to get into something so much more. Uh, like I, when I see Alison playing Civ Five, she takes it far more seriously than I ever did. Ever, I'm I'm now the secret is I'm now kind of afraid to play her. For years, I've been like, oh, we should play because I'll just beat you in a war, and I don't think I would anymore. <laughs> when when well, she plays it, you know, you remember in Red Dwarf when Arnold Rimmer's talking about his former games of Risk? Yes, she's like that. She'll just start talking. Oh, and I've got I've got seventeen on this manufacturing here in this city, and he's only got twelve over there. So I'm going to go, and I'm like, I don't care what you're doing in your game. Shut up. Well, well that's that's for a straw poll. Do when you play a game, do you play a game from begin to end and just finish it, or do you do all the achievements? Oh, I just play it from I, begin uh, to end. I do all the achievements. The I admit it. I do. I I I am an achievement whore. <laughs> yeah, Jen, you've just proved the point. See, I, uh, I used to, I used to try and be a completionist, but my life got too short. So, <laughs> I just have to play the, like main story, and then anything else that piques my interest. It exactly. depends on the game for me. Like some, I will absolutely dig deep in, play them for years, get all the achievements, and others, I just burn through them. Yeah, me too. And also, it depends on what else there is available. So if there's nothing else I fancy playing, I'm more likely to stay on the game I'm on and play it to death a bit more. Yeah. And also Fallout 4, I just can't put down. Well, Are you still playing that? Yeah, they've just brought out more DLC that I've not got to look at yet because... They've screwed you so bad. Yeah. yeah they're good at that. Skyrim did it first, though. Yeah. Oh, they've all done it. They've done it to me since Fallout 3. They just Ooh. get me. Skyrim was on, is on sale this week. Should I buy Oh, yes. if you've never played Skyrim, play Skyrim. Oh, it's great. Yeah. I mean, it depends if you want to live the rest of your life. Yeah, it's <laughs> or not. They want eight quid for it. Oh, I'll that's buy it for eight quid. But yeah. just wait until you've got a couple of months off work. 
Really? Before you start yeah. It. Well, you'll, it's, you'll it's, be like, it's it's four in the morning. What happened? <laughs> oh, really? That that? Yeah. yeah. That but I just need to build this piece of armor. I just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It sounds sleep. like I shouldn't buy it then. Yeah, but no, that's a lot of game for eight quid. As an offer, okay. that's 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 really special. But and that's even before the 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 add-ons and the and all the mods that you can get for it. And yeah. Oh no! <laughs> See, they're bringing okay, console okay. mods to Fallout Four on the on the. So I don't know what I'm going to do. It's just going to keep carrying on. But yeah. the the only thing that's gotten me off it is Assassin's Creed Unity, because I can't get near that PlayStation. That's. <laughs> I, oh, I haven't oh. played a game for weeks. Not through choice. Through only owning one PlayStation, that's been my problem. I should get two. That's that. That just feels too much. You can't have two televisions and two PlayStations in your living room when you don't even have any children. There's something I mean, just wrong about that. I've been I've been sort of weighing up that option as well because I've been playing my PS4 and Shell's been like, "Well, I want to watch my crappy whatever she wants." I don't know, Teen Mom Seventeen or whatever. <laughs> 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 But you've got the sofa and you've got your video. Well, I bought this, you know, wireless headset. It's great. She can't hear anything, and I've, it's a surround sound thing, so it's brilliant. But I still want the big TV. So I'm, I'm genuinely thinking about mounting another TV on the wall, so she can watch her programs and sit on the sofa next to me. I actually but saw, I mean, yeah, I saw. It was a, it weird? was not a thing. It was a, a husband and wife. They were sitting next to each other, had dual TVs, two, dual. Um, game systems but they were playing each other in a co-op so that's that's kind of the stage i want to get to but i can't really justify buying another ps like whatever happened to just buying two controllers man i mean that was that was how you used to play multiplayer you could buy two controllers and games supported it and now they don't yeah and now it i mean the thing is i couldn't play like two player <laughs> games with Alison because she likes games i don't like and vice versa so we do need. We would need two PlayStations. Heck, they might release that PlayStation Four Point Five, and I'm going to want one of those anyway. So, what? Have you not heard the the PlayStation Four Point Five, or that's a sort of pre-release idea? Yeah. What's the name? difference? It's more powerful because they want to be able to support 4K gaming and VR. And there's the same with there's a more powerful Xbox One coming as well. Isn't yeah, it? yeah, that's the theory. Uh. Like they'll be still compatible with the same games, so you won't need to buy but you one. You just won't get 4K or VR in. Yeah. Yeah. See, I... it's annoying. Why, why don't they support 4K as it is? That's what I want to know. They're not powerful enough. Why? In fact, from what I've read, because I've not, like I said, I've not played it yet. The PS4 has had some serious trouble with the Far Harbor Fallout add-on. That's just come out. Like it, it's slowed down to fifteen frames a second when they do certain fog effects and stuff like that, uh, which doesn't make me super happy. I must admit, but I don't know. It's still the most powerful gaming machine I've got in the house. It's not this MacBook Pro. I'll tell you that. I've read an interesting article um, a couple of days ago about how um, uh, manu- uh, games companies have been. Um, dumbing down PC graphics so that they're on par with consoles. Really? On the same game, rather than... It's not through any sense of maliciousness, but more down to laziness. Mm. They're developing it for the minimum uh, that people are going to see. They're like, well, this is as good as it's going to look on a console, Mm. and so you'll get the next-gen graphics on the PC, and probably a little better because it'll have anti-aliasing and stuff. So we don't need to put in more effort. There's only a few developers who really target the PC and make their game engines excel there, and id and um, CD Projekt Red are like the only ones that come to mind. Well, interesting, this article went on to... They didn't name names, but they said that certain um, companies have been pressurized by console manufacturers to keep the uh, graphics potential at a minimum for things like uh, Watch Dogs or um, Assassin's Creed. And it's it's all... They've done comparisons with the, the demo videos they'd shown at like, E3 or whatever it was. Um, 
and the final release on the PC and shown that the graphics just weren't anywhere near as good. Watch Dogs was notorious for having graphics that looked like garbage compared to what they showed off in the pre-release. Oh, Watch Dogs, yeah. of course, being the shittest game I've ever bought. <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, hate it. And it was so hyped. It's the reason I bought a PS4 was for Watch Dogs. And then I played oh. it and went, this is fucking awful. Oh. Is it bad? Because I saw it for six quid the other day in CES. That's why. It's the oh. reason it's six quid is it's truly awful. Because it's all about hacking and stuff, isn't it? It's, it's, no, it's, it's no. all about basically <laughs> playing GTA with a phone that allows you to turn some things on and off. Oh, right. fun. fun. It's really yeah. and, and not a good GTA, by the way. It doesn't have the storyline of GTA or the car control of GTA or the shooting of GTA. But, it's but like a bad building. And it doesn't seem to stop you. Like, oh, it, yeah. It's but they're just... And, the main character sounds like um, Clint Eastwood with a really bad sore throat, doesn't he? And he has an iconic hat. <laughs> <laughs> what? They described his hat as iconic in the pre-release marketing. It's just a baseball cap! Yep. But it's an iconic one. Well, wow. Do you know, what though? I've historically had bad experiences with games that have come with consoles. Like, so I got... Um, no, shut up, Siri. Um, I got <laughs> Star Wars Battlefront Battleground, wh- whichever the current one with the PS4. Yeah, yeah. and it, it's all right, but I'm not really playing it. And then yeah. I think my Xbox 360 was Gears of War, which I almost played through and never touched again. Uh, and it just going back and back and back. The more I think about it, it's they don't put great games in with the machines. They, no. they, do, they do. The Sega Master System had Alex Kidd in Miracle World. Well, that was a while ago. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, yeah, I think the NES came with but Super Mario Brothers. But you can was... buy the GTA PlayStation. It just depends on what game you want at what time you're buying the console. That's true. And I, would, I think I would have ended up buying the Star Wars game separately anyway. Uh, it's just annoying that it's, fu- it. it's so cheap now because clearly it's not been popular. And I should have. I had a choice: get the 500 gig console with Star Wars, or get the terabyte console on its own. And I got the one with Star Wars, thinking I'll not fill up 500 gigs. It's full now, isn't it? Yep. Like four months that lasted, and now I'm looking at putting a new hard drive in my PlayStation, which is insane. But there you go. Um, I still like it though. Anyway, yeah. Still like no, it. it. I just hacked another hard drive into my Xbox as well. Just went to went to CEX and bought a bought a hard drive, and they said, "Oh, we'll wrap it up and protect." It. I said, "Don't worry, protecting it because I'm going to rip it apart and stick it in my Xbox when I get home." Because you've got to be because with Xboxes, you've got they're going to be certain hard drives, haven't they? I don't know. I th- I think with the PS4, you just put a new hard drive in it. Like, is it any old hard drive? Is it? I think it's a two and a half inch SATA drive. I think it's like a laptop drive, so you can, you can put an SSD in there. Yeah, you can. And oh, can you? Yes, and it will speed up your console. Ah, that's interesting. You've then the because I looked at that. The problem is you've then got to spend the money on a SSD that is probably bigger than the five hundred gig mm-hmm. drive. So you're looking at a terabyte SSD, which is more money than a new terabyte hard uh, console and a selection of games. <laughs> I got offer. Th- I- I got an offer through today for a 250 gig <laughs> SSD for forty nine ninety nine. I'm trying to find it now. That's not uh, bad. That's not bad at all, is it? See, it's made me go to. Amazon oh, where did I hit? To see what they're worth, but it's a. Actually, yeah, it's not that bad. Two hundred and thirty three pounds for a terabyte Samsung SSD, which is not actually a console and then some games, but it's still a lot of money. It's that's a lot of money for a hard drive. I'm not doing they've not that. Co- they've not come down, have they? Really? No, not not for a little while. No, not at all. The small ones seem to be getting cheaper, but anything that's of a usable size is is not. I don't know. It uh, they will eventually, I think. Should we speculate about WWDC then? Because I don't know what else we got. Well, they've yeah. they've yeah. they're gonna they've they've got to make a monumental change. I'm, I'm sitting here, I'm looking at my Mac, I'm looking at my phone, I'm looking at my iPad, and I'm, I think I said it before, I'm just, I'm, I'm getting a bit bored now. 
I really am getting a bit bored. In what? And I think, well, it's, it's just to say it's 2007 when there's all this stuff came out and it just looks the same. It works the same. It, because of the layer things and layers and all those sort of things, it's, it's just the same old crap. And I, I love my iPhone because it's simple. I can take it out of my pocket and I can do things. I can put it back in my pocket really quickly. I want a little bit more. I want a little bit more flexibility in there. Um, I think I've said before, like, I love the Windows phone interface that you can customize it and do things with that. I just want, I don't want a tile of apps anymore. I'm just bored with that. Oh, I'm with you on that. I think Springboard on iOS is something that needs to change. Hmm. And not a little bit either. It needs to change a lot. Um, I just want to be able to put things where I want them to be. I, I, yeah. The fact that I can't just do that, that they have to be stacked up, is irritating to me. And it's, do you know what? Especially since they make such a big deal over wallpapers that they, you know, they, they push out these really nice wallpapers and, and talk about how great they look. And then they make you pile apps in front of it. And it's it's irritating to me. Um, so we think we'll get um, new OSs for everything, which makes sense. That's probably going to happen. I don't know what they're going to do to anything. There have been very few rumblings about that, haven't there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, well, it's going to be Mac OS. I think the number's going away, isn't it? That would make sense. I, I think calling it Mac OS makes perfect sense. Nice change. Yeah. I think they'll keep the place names to uh, differentiate between different versions. Mm. I think the most important thing, and I've, I've heard I've heard this this week, is what they're doing with Siri. Because with, with Google doing Google Home and Alexa with Amazon and all that sort of thing, I think Apple really needed a device for your home. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. They really need a device you can talk to. And what? Siri is it's great. If I want to set a timer for five minutes, it's great. If I want to say, remind me to do something in three hours, it's great. Generally, it's not very good at all, and I've still got to sit there and I've got to talk to my phone. But I think if they don't come up with a device this year that does, does because WWDC would be the best place to do it because you're going to announce to people that you're releasing it, and so developers can get on board with it. Um, I've heard that Apple's going to release a device like this, and it will be one of the most open devices that, that has been. And they need to do it. Yeah. And and they could do that as well with opening up a Siri API on the phones, which yeah. is something that needs to happen. It is so behind the others now. And they, they, they could do with doing something to pull that up. I don't think we'll see a device as such. I think we'll see a maybe the software, the system, a guide for developers to start doing stuff, and maybe we'll see an actual in-home device later in the year. What I think they really need to crack is working out who's speaking to the box. I, I think that with the, the Amazon Echo and the Google Home stuff and any potential Siri stuff, that's all great, but I'm not the only one who lives here. No. And so what they all need to crack is figuring out when I'm speaking to it and when Alison's speaking to it. And seeing as they can't even make my phone figure out when I'm speaking to it, and it claims to, it doesn't fill me with hope for that. Hmm. Doesn't. But but surely the device is the Apple TV. It, it, that must be the device to do this because the Apple TV 4 was meant to be a device that ran all the HomeKit stuff and all the IoT stuff and all those sort of things. Surely the Apple TV is already in your front room. That's the device that you speak to. But won't we need a new one? Um, They're not... They're not shy of releasing a, a product very soon after the launch of another one, and they've done it with the iPad and those sort of things. Um, I think an upgrade to the Apple TV. We've, I'd love an Apple TV in my front room where I could just go, "What's the weather today?" or convert ten grams to whatever. You, you know, do it already. You know. Yeah, I, I know, but it's 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 not that intelligent. It's not that kind of instant on. I'm really interested in the Echo that you can just talk. I've got I've got I've got an iPhone six. I know the success does the A Siri um, without being plugged in. Hmm. Um, maybe that's just all I need. I need a new phone. But I like that idea of talking to your house. That's I do really... as well. It's very Star Trekky. 
and yeah. I, I love it. Um, but yeah, the Apple TV, you can talk to it, but you need, am I right in thinking you need to press the button on the handset? You do, yeah, you do. It's so that's, that's no good. It needs the long range microphones and it needs to be able to hear you from across the living room and yeah. just know when you're talking to it. But yeah, they're, uh, they're, they're work in the past with it. Recognizing when you're speaking to it is not making me feel good about it. I would like to see that improved. I think they could, but well, well, the interesting thing is, if, if WWDC is, is, is sort of next week or the week after, if what they're going to do, if they just come out and just go, we've got iOS 10 and we've got macOS that 10 would be 10, 12, that's not very interesting. But it's, and, it is a developer's conference. Yes, the it, world watches it, but it's a developer's conference. Don't expect them to do anything more than say, here are our new operating systems, here are the new APIs, and let's start developing for them. Because that's what WWDC is. Absolutely. We could... There is speculation of new hardware, though. That there is a, a, a lot of talk about MacBook Pros and that sort of thing, which might well go in with that. But, yeah, you're right. I expect them to show off the operating systems. Anything else is a bonus. But I think there could be other things. You know, I'd... anything is better than what we've got because I I think El Capitan is the worst operating system they've ever made. Really? Yeah. Oh God, it's terrible. And yeah. I've, I've got loads of people who have so many problems with it. Yeah. I'm. I. You can add me to that list. That every time I send the mail, mail just crashes. Yeah. Really? It, huh. It's it's terrible. It's terrible. It's slow. It really is slow. And I've noticed after the last update, if I just like if I've got a reminder come up. And I just want to open my laptop, my, my air, and just want to put my password in. It, it sits there for like thirty seconds, and it's it's slow, it's buggy, it's it's what Lion was, I think. Uh, I think it was a big jump, but um, Lion was a kind of iteration of a new operating system. Then Mountain Lion did did the same thing, but El Capitan is is is, is horrible. It's so slow. I ha- I hated Lion. I had so many problems with. Oh, Lion, Lion was. Bagger. Yeah. Um, that no, yeah, I never got that to work right. I, I was so glad when it went away. Uh, but I've not had any El Capitan problems. I, nope, I haven't had a one. I understand that that is not anything anyone wants to hear. Who's having a, a problem with a computer? <laughs> it's like that's the technical equivalent of saying to you, mate. Well, there's plenty more fish in the sea when they get dumped. It's like hmm. I don't want to hear that. That kind of makes me just want to punch you in the face. So, like, my computer's broken. Oh, mine's not. Yeah. But, well, yeah, I, I, if that's your experience, that's your experience. I, I didn't know some people were having that. I'd not heard anything. It's, it certainly stopped me from upgrading any of my desktop machines. Yeah. Wow. Would no, you... it, it has been bad. It has been really bad. But if they, if they come out and just say, we've got upgrades to iOS and OS ten. I don't think this is the year for them to do it because uh, Microsoft and Google have made big announcements, you know, about AI and bots and all those sort of things. I think Apple, if Apple come out and just say we're upgrading our operating systems, we've got a few new features, it doesn't help them, especially if they're, if they're in a sales slump at the moment as well. They would need to pull out the bag right now of what they're this going to do. This isn't their only event of the year, though. I mean... Well, well, no, no. You had no. the big tentpole announcements from Microsoft and Google, but you'll get that with Apple in September. Mm. That's when they do their big tentpole announcements. You might get a hint of something at WWDC. If they do have a new in-home device, they'll probably want to introduce the device so developer, uh, developers can have some context of what it is when they're developing for it. But it's ultimately to get new software and new APIs in front of the developers. Mm-hmm. New phones, new iPads, new computers, all the big tentpole announcements come throughout the year, not necessarily at WWDC. They normally announce new phone at WWDC, though, don't they? No. No, September, though. Yeah. What, announcing? They'll announce the OS. They'll show us iOS 10. Okay. I fully expect to see iOS 10. But... And they'll announce new features that will be in iOS that can give you a hint at what's coming in the new phone. Mm-hmm. Like, I expect if they make a big deal about 
um, Bluetooth LE audio APIs, that's going to lend credence to the idea that the headphone jack's going away, yeah. uh, that sort of thing. Uh, but what I want to see, because it's software, is I want to see a revision of iTunes and the whole music environment I with would... Apple at the moment, because it's such a mess. Oh, yes, because they're going to yeah, talk about a relaunch of Apple Music, aren't they, as well? They didn't say, I think it's been said before a couple of times on this show, they need to make it a separate app. Yep. So yeah. they can update any bugs that exist without... Well, they need to, to make it a number of separate apps. Like, iTunes does three or four things badly right mm. now. And they need, to, they need to stop the podcast app just closing. It, does it do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Halfway through playing a podcast, it will just close. Stop it hurts. It playing. Yeah. Right. Again, not my experience. Not mine. But uh, then I, use I, I always Cast. recommend that when you up, update your OS, do a fresh install, and these kinds of problems it's tend not, not to be as bad. It's not consistent either. <laughs> it just does <laughs> it. Just does it. I mean, I used to I used to do QA for um, a games company, so I know how to how to track down bugs, but I cannot replicate this or find any sort of reason for it at all. Very odd. Try a different podcast app. I know that it doesn't fix the problem. I, I know, but I'm actually using Pocket Cast because it lets you uh, skip so much crap in other people's shows. It's great. Oh, I've made it play. Don't play. Right. <laughs> um. Yeah, I would love to see that as well because it's the, the state of Apple Music software and iTunes and Apple Music has literally been enough to make me not get it. And so if I'm not getting it because of that, surely other people aren't. I I still really like it, but I'm not. A, I wouldn't say I was a power user. I'm loving Google Music. I I'm I'm struggling to find fault with it. Really, it's the best one. Yeah, it is the best. It, it's the separation of my own library and the the streaming stuff is great, and yet it does all incorporate all together. It, it's it's so so much better than Apple Music was. And when I download something to the phone, it's on the phone, which was something that Apple Music struggled with right away. That was my one of my early experiences with it during the free trial, was I went away for the weekend where I knew there'd be no internet, so I downloaded a load of playlists, got to where we were, went to my music, nothing there. And, and you can do it on the web as well, which Apple Music doesn't do. That has its pros and its cons. I think yeah, but it's ha- it's handy to be, be able to log into any any device anywhere and have all your music still. That had never occurred to me. Of course, it's because I don't use any other computers. That's mm. that's why I never thought of it. But yeah, you can't do that with Apple. No, there are there's just lots of things with it that bother me, and and more so than Google Music, that iTunes library is my definitive collection, correctly labeled and everything in its right place. And I don't want that messed with. If if you've been a lot of time doing that as well, haven't you? Well, actually, well, yes and no. I think because what I did was I basically I'd gotten to the point where I didn't own any CDs at all, and on my entire library was uh, digital. So I I deleted it and started buying CDs. And so as I've ripped every CD, I've made sure that it goes on with correct album art and mm. properly labeled and that sort of thing. And I don't want that fucking with, quite frankly. If Google fuck it up, that's actually all right, because I can just blank that library and upload it again. That's fine. <laughs> you know, but you mess with my iTunes library. and Well, we're, here we're, we're getting into the difference between iTunes <laughs> and Apple Music. Different services, different problems. iTunes Match is the one that will mess with your iTunes library. But if you don't have Match but do have Apple Music, it's not going to touch those files. Half true. I it, if you it comes with the iCloud library thing, it, Apple Music still does the iTunes match thing. It just only does it whilst you're paying for the uh, Apple Music service. So it it does go in there. It really does. I I don't want it near it. Um, it it's uh, it's a scary scary thing. They need to work that out. I don't know if making it a different app will help that bit necessarily, but they need to do something. 
What do, do any of you use iTunes for anything other than just playing music? No, uh, syncing my devices still. You still up? I mean, right? Yeah, true. But that's it. Like I don't go on there and create playlists on there. I just back up my iPad. I I used iPhone. to, but not. I that's been a few years. <laughs> I don't sync anything with it anymore, really. Um. And any backup is done overnight, wirelessly. I still use the occasional app that requires me to load files onto it yes. via iTunes. Yeah, yeah. That needs sorting out as well. That's a painful system, isn't it? Pretty much only one at this point, and it's gotten to the point where I'm contemplating writing a better solution uh, so I don't have to deal with it anymore. Yeah. I can understand that frustration. I've been looking into the Dropbox and Google Drive APIs, and uh, I'm like, yeah, this would be easier. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it, there's a lot for them to sort out. Gosh, we're all over the place, and we've got nowhere to go. Uh, there was talk of MacBook Pros with a OLED touchscreen on. Never going to happen. Do you think? No, Apple have two operating systems. They have a touch operating system. Oh, no. No, I mean, sorry, not the big screen. Like oh. a, a secondary screen above the F keys. Really? Or instead of the F keys. Or, or so it can reconfigure itself. Um, so oh. instead of saying F1, F2, F3, whilst you're in an app, they will look like, you know, copy, paste, whatever, because the OLED updates. And then if you hold down Shift, the icons change. Hold down Command, the icons change. Uh, so it can reconfigure this strip of keys to whatever you're doing in context. That'd be is sweet. A, is this hmm. a normal keyboard? Yes, normal keyboard, okay. but if you imagine where your F keys are now, hmm. take that away and put a long black strip about the height of the F keys Yeah, yeah, yeah. that There's, runs edge to edge. You can buy like Logitech ones that are similar, can't you, for like mm. 100 quid or something? Well, the, the big example is the Optimus keyboard that was a... Mm. That but that was a screen on every key. Yes. Which was just did that ever ship? Yes. Ah. Hmm. How much did they end up being in the end? Weren't they so way too much? Yeah. Just. <laughs> but <laughs> I remember just thinking, come on, people! It's it's just a whole panel of many tiny screens. Of course, it costs that much. Um, I just don't remember how much. Wouldn't that, it be cheaper to was. put like a some sort of big screen underneath the keyboard? Don't tempt them. <laughs> that you just, you know, update the entire screen rather than the mini screens. Thing is, what's stopping? What what I'd really love is like a MacBook Air or MacBook kind of form factor, where like the Surface Book, you you detach the keyboard and become an iPad. That is that's the dream because you dock it in its OS ten, you you undock it in its iOS. That be uh, there's still loads of those. I'd get one of those. Yeah, I'd, I'd love that because I've got an iPad, I've got a Mac, and I have to use both. But if I had all, all in one device and had access to all my files, that would be the best thing ever. I'll be honest, though. If Johnny Ive and Tim Cook came to me and said, Rich, what could we do to the MacBook Pro to make it better for you? I would sh sigh and shake my head and just say, guys, for the last time, could you just put a decent graphics chip and graphics a third port. USB yeah. port on it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, USB ports. Oh my god. That that would just make my day. Don't you don't have to make it thinner or lighter. I actually don't even care if you put a faster processor in it. Just put a third USB port and a better graphics chip in there, and I'm happy. That's it. That's all I need. Do with all their machines is just any spare space there is. Put USB ports. I've got six Thunderbolt ports on my Mac Pro and four USB ports. Two of the Thunderbolt ports are used, and constantly I'm switching out USB ports. I mean, yes, I could buy a hub, but you know, why should why should I have to? Like, you know, exactly, it's just stupid. See, I'm not sure I can buy into that um, because of the way I work at work. My laptop. When I'm at my desk, it's plugged into a docking station, which is covered in ports, and everything is plugged into that. When I take it off the port, I'm just going to be sitting down in a meeting or something. I don't need to plug anything into it. So 
it's it's a laptop. It's designed for mobility, not for being tethered to a billion devices all the time. Mm. The, and those a, devices are ten going to tend to live somewhere. So get a hub. The, the trouble is, you get into sort of other use cases. I mean, that's yeah. that's your use case. Whereas if it's the kind of thing where you're taking it to maybe a film set to be used and doing some quick edits and various other things, then it, it's a, it's a portable, powerful machine, and there are plenty of environments that they'll go into where it would be very useful if they could just have lots of things plugged into them. Then if you're taking those things with you, a hub is not going to take up more space. It's it's a tiny thing. It's an, it's just one more thing. I mean, But you can leave the hub connected to all of the devices and just plug the hub in and out. That's true. I'm kind, of, I'm kind of playing devil's advocate here because I'm sat looking at my hub. So I'm, I have a hub. Um, it's, do you know what? Amazon Basics, do a, it's a 10-port USB 3-powered hub, and it was about 30 quid, and it's, it's fucking awesome. It's just, cover, it's just a black box covered in powered USB ports, uh, and so I just have one cable that goes into the computer, and I've got about six hard drives connected to it. It's wonderful, and it charges my iPhone. Which is great. You can even te- you can even use it not connected to a computer as a, a multi-port charger for USB devices. No, that's clever. I mean, it, it's when it's a hard one because if, as Rich said, you know, you're taking it to a film set and you're doing things like um, DIT, where you don't want to necessarily be sharing USB buses across hard drives, etc., then that's where it becomes tricky and annoying they i think i think generally though we can all agree a third usb port on a macbook pro wouldn't really be the end of the world no not at all that that would a lot of people would be very happy about that i think we were all just very happy when they put one on either side of the machine (laughs) <laughs> I, oh thank god now i can plug what, in you a mean mouse so you didn't have to use your mouse left-handed yeah because uh, that used to drive me insane hdmi port was a great idea as well i'm amazed they didn't do that sooner yeah i could stand to lose the sd card slot oh i don't mm, know actually no I, leave that on I there leave it on there quite a lot. I, I was quite interested. There's a company that makes sort of expansion drives, storage that's basically a, a, a high-speed SD card, and you just sort of slot it in your MacBook Pro, and it, it fits the profile of the machine and gives you another quarter terabyte of storage. I've seen that. That's gorgeous. It's it's a really nice idea. Yeah, it sits right in the side, doesn't it? Yeah, and so you get the one that matches your model computer, so it, it's it's totally flush with the side. Yeah. So uh, I've been tempted by that. Just, I mean, it's not too big, but just for something to stick your photo library on or your iTunes library if it was small enough. Because uh, I have to have a separate drive for my iTunes library, which is a pain. But it's well, I've, well, the map of I'm running right now is the old 2011 model. It's a 64 gig drive, and it's a <laughs> nightmare. I don't, I don't cope. That's the point. I just don't cope at all. It's horrible. And I was so gutted, like, eight months later, they released the 128 gig one. It is 64 gig. You just cannot live with it. No, you really can't. That's too little. A great use for that expansion drive that you put in the SD card slot is um, have an encrypted volume on there containing all your SSH keys and private keys for things you work with and have oh. the expansion, uh, the encryption linked to, like, a YubiKey. And then you can take those two things between different computers and you'll be you authenticated with all your security on any device That's which nice is really idea. Happy. and That's also good. to de-authenticate a computer and make sure no one can get to your files all you have to do is take it down the side and then your encryption ah. key's gone that's a good idea that's reminded me we, we're hearing rumblings of touch ID on new MacBooks as well like it will be coming to actual computers instead of well, uh, well what for? Just extra well, security? security? Yeah, because because that thumbprint's better than whatever password you've put on there. And it yeah. also means that because they like to ask you for your password frequently, whether it's oh. to up uh, change a, a setting that's secured, install or 
install a font, anything, then you can just touch your thumb to it, which is a lot easier. It oh, also okay. they can put Apple Pay yep. onto the computers, That'd knowing that all you have to do is touch your thumb to it. Hmm. Okay. I can see this one happening. Totally see that one happening. How it will happen, I don't know. If there'll be like a separate uh, sensor, whether they could be clever and build it into the trackpad or something mm. like that. I don't know. Uh, but it, I, I get the feeling that we will see Touch ID as part of OS X w- this year in or some way. Whether it, you would do it on your mobile device and it and they Bluetooth or Wi-Fi's to your system or something. I bet that would be a bit... Insecure? A bit, well, possibly more insecure because then you've got that wireless connection that you need to secure that in theory, I suppose, could be intercepted. But... Or indeed faked. Or, or fate. Uh, but that just as a system, I bet they could have done that for years quite easily and they haven't done it. It just strikes me as being a bit crap. And plus that would then only work for people that have iPhones. And it's a... <laughs> Whenever Apple shied away from introducing exactly. something, it relies on having more of their devices. Exactly. That's true, but this one is about security. And I, yeah, no, I, in that case, I agree with you. I don't think using the Touch ID on the phone and transmitting that to another device is secure in the way they want things to be sold as secure, especially in light of, you know, recent security news around Apple. Yeah. Yeah. So it, w- it would have to be something on the device, and it would have to be stored in a place that it couldn't be gotten to like it is on your iPhone. Um, and I don't know how they'd do that because that's part of the... Uh, processor that's part of the is it the A9 they're up to now yeah the A9 has the, the secure enclave on it that stores that data it's not you know no one can access that but there's nothing like that in a MacBook Pro or a, an iMac so they'd need to put that in gosh if they brought it to an iMac it would then have to be part of either the keyboard or a separate sort of USB thing which Should sounds the awful Apple logo on the front into the uh, touch ID point so you have to touch the apple with your thumb. It would be fairly easy to integrate into... If they put it in the trackpad, put it in the magic trackpad, mm-hmm. or they could put it in the keyboard fairly easily. Hmm. Yeah, they could do that. They need to bring out some new iMacs anyway, for goodness sake, with graphics cards in them and stuff like that. The, 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 the iMac line is a great annoyance to me at the moment because they're just indefensibly bad. All of them are. Yeah. All of them are. Those new screens, I'm sure, look wonderful, but they they display those static images perfectly well. But, <laughs> you know, once you start trying to move stuff around, it all falls down, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's it's crazy stuff. It, it, it frustrates me. I've got to say, I've, I've got the 5K iMac, and I noticed no screen lag at all, actually. Is it all right as a computer, but... You don't, would you, what's your gaming situation on there? Well, I've got a PC sitting on the same desk that has a, a GeForce 1080 in it, so I tend to use that. Is that the new one? Yep. How is it? It's pretty fast, I have to admit. I replaced uh, SLI 970s, not the 980s, admittedly, but it's it's still on its own. It's faster than both of them combined and it's faster than two 980s as well. And being a single card, you don't have to rely on the game's understanding SLI, mm. so you get the benefit in everything. Wasn't it the Titan X that they announced? Was that... It's faster than the Titan X. Oh, it is? Yeah, and oh, cheaper. Oh, is it? Isn't it? Yeah, isn't it something like half the price of the previous top of the range or something like that? I think it's... Yeah, it's, it's a lot cheaper than the Titan X. I'm not sure it's half the price, right. but it's significantly cheaper than the Titan X, and it is faster. You know what I'm thinking? I think it uses half the power. Yes, the Pascal chip architecture is really low power draw. That's what I'm remembering as being half of something of the the old one. Not the price then, yeah. What the Titan X has is it has more RAM on board. It's got like 12 gigs RAM on the card, so it's for seriously high-end professional rendering. Uh, The 1080 has a mere 8, which is good enough for your games, really. That's what they're for for most people, isn't it, really? Um, 
It, well, it, it sounds like wonderful technology that I can look forward to Apple not putting in my laptop ever. <laughs> well, there's no way they could fit a 1080 in your laptop. The 1080 is, it, by volume, it's probably the size of an Apple laptop these days. Right. How many slots does it take up on the... Is it, still... it only takes up two, but it goes deep. You better have a long case. Yeah, yeah. So it's uh, <laughs> let's not get into that. But um, uh, yeah, I've, I'm really, really tempted to to get some sort of high end PC to just try out stuff on. Well, I've just upgraded not only to the 1080, but I'm also running the um, top Skylake i7. Uh, I got paid a bonus, so the PC has had a major overhaul, and it's really nice. See, I, I just couldn't work on it. That's my. I could totally play games on a Windows machine. Totally, I'm that, fine with that. I just couldn't live on it. And that's why I have a 5K iMac right next to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The iMac is my work machine, and the PC is for games. It's exclusively for games. In fact, I've had a lot of fun lately just feeling very, very fancy and hedonistic by having you know a new Skylake chip a 1080 and playing Stellaris which is based on the Klauswitz engine which hasn't been upgraded in 10 years and is still 32 bit superb i bet it's I bet, yeah but that's quite a machine i would i would love a big gaming pc but there're a lot of money and it would yeah, just it's not cheap. it would just be for games that's that's it. I wouldn't even be recording this show on it. I wouldn't do anything hmm. on it. You can build a gaming PC that will outstrip any of the consoles and run anything that's out for a lot less money than mine cost you, uh, especially now that the 1080s are out. The 980s are going to crash in price, and they will still run anything that's released at the moment. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But then would I be right in thinking that a 1080 is possibly even cheaper than a 980? No. No, right. Okay. It's cheaper than two and faster than two, uh, but it's not cheaper than a single one. And also because the 980... It, it's cheaper than the 980 was when the 980 came out, but now that the 1080 exists, the 980 price is going to come crashing down really fast. Of course. Mm-hmm. And there's the 1070 as well, though, isn't there? Yes. Much like the 970 before it, it's the new generation, so you'll get the Pascal chip architecture... You'll get the new cooling technologies. You'll get the faster bus speed, the higher RAM, but it's not got the same clock speed as the 1080. Hmm. See, I I actually remember having a similar conversation with you about this before, and you pointing out that the 970 would be the one to go for. So this is obviously like a year ago. The 970 would be the one to go for. Because Price to performance, yeah. That's it, yeah. And so that... Same is true of the 1070. The only reason I've got the 1080 is because I happen to have a bonus paid into my account like the day they came out. Totally understand that. I would have done the same thing. Yeah. Um, so maybe the 1070 is the one for more people to go for. Yes. Hmm. Uh, on the whole, 1070 is like the, the consumer recommendation. But if money is no object, the 1080 is hilariously good. I am constantly building my gaming PC in my head. And maybe one day... Maybe one day, when we have enough Simply Everything subscribers or something like that, I'll, I'll buy a gaming PC. But uh, The reason to get a 1070 or a 1080 over the 9 series right now is if you want to get into VR. So if you've got an Oculus Rift or a HTC Vive in your future, they've done something quite nice in the architecture. It can actually render multiple points of view in a single pass, so it can render each eye in a single pass which means that the effort involved to render a VR um, image is significantly less than on the old generation. Right. So your uh, frames per second in VR will be much higher. In uh, this week's uh, failed blog video on YouTube, they showed a lady playing on an HTC Vive who ended up just battering the person stood in the room with the controller because... (laughs) As I said, that's the problem with mobile VR. <laughs> uh, but the others where you sit down, I, I could be a fan of. So, right. Should we, should we call it that? I've, got, I've literally got nothing else. We've got some emails. Oh, do we have an email? Awesome. We've got a couple of emails, yeah. Bloody hell, it's like oh. Christmas. We've got, some, we've got some really interesting emails. 
Okay, let's see. Okay. One from Nicola. Yeah. Right. She says, hi, first time question and thought your random cocktail of tech geeks meant with admiration can help. Well, we've got quite the cocktail today. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. She works in a three retail store, and her old boss got her into the show. Oh, hi everybody in that three retail store. Sorry, I said the, I said the f word earlier. That's not three's <laughs> fault. That was me. I'll take that one. Uh, anyway, she said my boyfriend was leaving to go to sea. He's in the navy. Thank you for that clarification. Recently, and so I took some special pictures for him to remind me of. All right, okay, right. Some of these were particularly special. Hmm. Long story, he uh, left a bag with said pics on a USB stick on the train and it was never... <laughs> oh, okay. no. <laughs> My question is, is there a way to see if they're being posted online? I have the originals, so if that helps. Right. I would suggest Google Image Search. No. No. Okay. Uh, TinEye is specifically a reverse image searching service. You upload an image and it will find where it appears. Oh, okay. Ah. What's that one again, sorry? TinEye. T-I-N-E-Y-E. Okay. Well, right, okay. That's much better than mine. Um, oh, yes, you're right. If she, And then she says, if I do find them, is it best to hope that they aren't seen or can I ask the site to take them down? Uh... Well, within Europe, you've got the right to be forgotten with Google. And within the States, you have DMCA as the copyright holder of the image. True. Yeah, that's very true. may have something similar here. I would imagine. Yeah. So, yeah, that, the, the, and of course, I think that would depend how successful you could be with asking somebody to take something down would depend on the site that it's on. Uh, Yeah. And and you may unfortunately be dealing with less than reputable companies or organizations no. in this kind of situation. Um, so there is there's stuff you can do, uh, but uh, yeah, good luck with that. I'm sorry I laughed. It's quite terrifying, but also funny when it's not me. That implies it happened to me. It didn't. Do we have any other questions? Have you ever considered talking about Linux? No. No. Well, no. Well, that, well, well, why not? Why not? That's that. I I read that, and I, it's there's nothing wrong with it. It's just it, it it's just that I already don't, feel drowsy. Oh, I know, I know, well, I know. I very few drowsy. very few programs work with Linux anymore. Unfortunately, we're probably all using Linux right now. That's very true. Uh, In in our routers, it's in the servers that we're using to connect. It's essential. It's a backbone of the internet. Absolutely. And it's it's not something you want to use on your your client machine. It's it's not a good desktop interface, but it is essential. Absolutely. It's it's just really, really boring. I I I think Ubuntu's got better over the years. And I think it's become more consumer faith. Yeah, oh, oh, it's a huge thing now. They've got an app store and all those sort of things now as well. Hmm. Uh, you know, yeah. uh, in terms of the pain involved in using it, it's it's no longer instantly fatal. It's now just chronic. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, I wouldn't use it. There, there was a bit. It, I feel like a few years ago they nearly got some traction as a desktop operating system back in the netbook days but it didn't go it didn't go far no because they would put xp on their netbooks didn't they yeah there there was a push i think for a little while we thought we were this is the future we're all going to be using ubuntu netbooks and uh, thank god that didn't happen (laughs) (laughs) i had a netbook you don't want a netbook it was good oh, they, they were went horrible, away. It was good they? they went away. It was so good they went away. I was surprised those caught on, especially right they came out right around the time the tablets were coming out. I'm like, oh, okay. Well they they were cheaper. They were cheaper than tablets. My my I distinctly remember my, my Samsung netbook was hundred and ninety five pounds. And just and it ran Windows XP. And you sort of believed them that when they said, Hey, it's a computer with Windows XP on it. You believe that you'll be able to like do something with it, and that mm. was a lie. Mm. 
<laughs> that was just a lie. They're like, oh, you don't want to look at a web page, do you? It's not for looking at web pages. It's for looking yeah. at desktop wallpaper. That's what it does. And checking your email. That's really No, it. no, that was too much. It, <laughs> it, it, more or less the dominant reason <laughs> for using Linux is a, a principled decision regarding free open source software. And that has in common with every other principled decision the fact that no one else is coincidentally doing it who doesn't share that principle. It's not an appealing thing to do. You yeah. do it because of your principle. A bit like being vegan. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> yes, exactly. In fact, Although I'd, I'd, I'd rather use Linux over Windows, though. Depends what for. No, no, I'd even go to Windows I once, before. I once I tried to install Ubuntu on a machine I had many years ago, and I installed it, booted it, and went, I don't know what I'm doing. So I reformatted and installed Windows again. There you go. That's all I, I have to add. Uh, well, yeah, I have to say, Nick, I had a similar experience. I tried to put Linux on a machine, and I was like, um, and I put Windows back on. Yeah. Couldn't do it. I do remember that shortly after the Twitch Plays Pokemon sensation, where users in a Twitch chat room uh, typed in commands to try and collaboratively play Pokemon Red, uh, they did do Twitch installs Arch Linux. Which was fairly hilarious, because oh. installing Linux is not the easiest thing at the best of times, but when you've got a collaborative group of uh, people trying, whilst also being trolled by half the chat room who want to see it fail, uh, it was as amusing as a Linux install could possibly be. Wow. <laughs> that's, but surely that's like, you know, that's as amusing as wisdom tooth surgery could be. Oh. You know, it's like not very amusing. But if you'd like to know our geek credentials, we've all tried to install Linux, which gives us at least some geek credential. I successfully did install Linux. Whilst I was at university, Linux was my daily driver. It was my primary operating system. There you go. I just happened to look at Linux, go, oh, hell no, and uninstall it again. That was, that was it. Ain't nobody got time for Linux. <laughs> well, we've at least talked about it now, so we've, we've won yeah, the argument. There you go. That was... <laughs> Don't expect any more Linux talk, ever. Yeah, all of the library machines and the lab machines were running Linux at my university, so by running Linux myself, I was able to remote shell into them and do my work without leaving my room. That's why I ran Linux. The computers in the labs, first uh, when I first went to uni, ran Linux as well. I remember them being very excited about getting some new Pentium 110s in. Ooh. Um, yeah, that's how old I am. And uh, that's I got around the problem of not being able to use it out of uh, uni by just not doing any work and failing the year, which is probably not a recommended way of doing it. Don't <laughs> don't do that. But that's that was my way of doing it. I just didn't use it. <laughs> ah dear, and I I failed more university courses than than most people. Put it uh, yeah, and I blame Linux for that. Thank you for bringing up that sad memory for me. Oh, thank you. Oh, it's... thank you. Yeah, I appreciate that. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> no, I meant the listener. The listener just emailing in, like you just want me to talk about Linux. You just don't know that you're asking me to tap into one of the saddest, most painful parts of my life. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't be taking me seriously right now. Please. <laughs> Please. Okay, it's all right. Thank you, everybody, who emailed into the show. That was awesome of you. And if you want to do it again, or if anyone else who wants to try for the first time would like there, to go there. There was another one. Pardon? There was another email. Was there? From Tim. I thought we'd done that one. Oh, wait, no. Oh, it's Tim Cook writing to us now. Yeah, yeah. He wants yeah, to know what I want in a laptop, Rich. doesn't he? Fan of the show. <laughs> Dear Rich, NVIDIA sucks. Love, Tim. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> don't get it i'm sorry what i, I haven't i haven't got that email have you not no it's from timothy morris and nvidia sucks no it doesn't say that what does it say <laughs> I, I, was, I was filling time whilst you pulled up the email rich i haven't got it i'm in the folder i am i haven't got it for some it reason it basically says um uh it's in praise of google 
and uh, basically says that his uh, his kid um, racked up a bill of five hundred and thirty. Oh, we did pounds. this one last week. Oh, did you? Yes. Yes, he got, got a refund, didn't he? Yeah. Was that's that that's why I haven't got it. I've already moved on. Oh, okay. Sorry. It wasn't. Hang. What? Yeah, we did it last week. I remember reading it out. It arrived as you were doing the show. It did. There you go, then. Or shortly before, I think. Or shortly before, yeah. Yeah. But no, I, I did. I, we, I remember reading that out. I'll shut up, then. If you I'll take some <laughs> more you. Benadryl. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Nicholas. Uh, here we go. Right, well, yeah, the email address is take it or leave it at simplysyndicated.com, and we will answer your questions, even if they're just have you thought about talking about Linux. So, thank you, everybody, for being on this show. You've all been awesome. And it's it's not been too bad with five of us on here, which could be awful, potentially. And we did well, so well done, everybody, and a big thank you to you all. Thank you, everybody listening. Go to simplysyndicated.com slash everything, sign up to Simply Everything, and help us continue making content. There's some new Quantum Leap shows on there, and uh, I've got another X-Files one to edit and put out, and all kinds of stuff that you'll enjoy. And you help keep us going. And no ads on these shows, which is how we like it. We've also got a Patreon with nine people following it, which is, I'm grateful to those nine people, but as Jen said yesterday on, on Movie News, we can do better than that, people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, patreon.com slash simply syndicated. We appreciate your help. And I'm posting some uh, uh, exclusive content on there for people as well. I've kind of forgotten what the other thing was. Take it or leave it t-shirts. Uh, they exist. And <gasps> they Yay! exist. Right? They are in both the European and US versions of our merch store uh, in different styles. Uh, They're just a first design. Go and get one of those. That helps us out no end and makes you look really cool by doing it. Um, I'm also open to suggestions for any T-shirt designs or any slogans to put on or anything (laughs) like that. Really, honestly, because I'm not claiming to be the best graphic designer in the world here just i i just do what i can and it is fairly limited so i'm totally open to suggestions and anything like that but there's a link at the top of simply syndicated.com there's a merch button go and check them out they're all pretty cool they're all the same actually so okay until next week people we'll speak uh, see you again then bye bye <laughs>